Yeah, I was just I was just thinking, Alice, because it's my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. If there are any other birthdays in the Bible. <gasps> and I remember I remember the gist of the fact about Bible birthdays. Surely it's only Jesus cuz No, no. Yeah, everyone in the they're all born no in the Bible. No one else is born. That doesn't count as a birthday. <laughs> yeah, but he's the one everyone's trying to celebrate on Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, birthday. I know, I know, but we never you never have Jesus' birthday celebration you just have him a lot of the characters are born in the Bible. I suppose that's true. We did. We <laughs> covered loads of them. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. But actual birthday celebrations, there are two of them. Okay. One of them is Pharaoh, back ah. in the Joseph story. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that one ends up with people dying. Yeah. And then there's only one other one, which is Herod in the New Testament. He's not a good man. And people die in that one as well. There you go. Everyone dies. So birthdays, if you're powerful in the Bible, are time to really uh, show who's boss, you know? Birthday boss. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do today? Yeah. I'm going to have a dream. People are going to die. So really, a bit of a curveball this one. The news I have for you is that I think we're going to do one more episode in the Old Testament and then we're going to have the stories of Jesus. No. Surely there must be more. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You, We could do more. If you wanted to do more, we could do. Okay. Okay. There are two stories that we haven't done that that were taught to me as stories. All right. But having read them back, they're not. They're just sentences there's one they're basically both the same story ezra and nehemiah come together it's set around the same time as daniel in that they're in like babylon nehemiah is the cup bearer for the king what just a drink stand essentially um well the deal is <laughs> you just sit there it's it's back in the days when people wanted to like poison the king oh so, so you really got to keep an eye on it so <laughs> Like, you can't just have anyone pouring in water. you got to so, get the special guy. Yeah, so Nehemiah is, like, an incredibly trusted yeah. man. I think maybe every once in a while he might have to take a sip as well, just yeah. to be like... That's fair. Nothing bad in this. You get king juice then. But, yeah, it's what like it's like when you're at a pub, you know, you ask people to watch your drinks when you go for a fag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Nehemiah's job, but he has to take it incredibly seriously. Yeah. Because everybody wants a spike. I mean, I didn't drink. need... I, I fully understood. I didn't need that pub analogy, but... <laughs> so I just, Thanks anyway. I just wanted to bring it back into real life, you know? All right, yeah. We've all been Nehemiah. He yeah. finds out that the temple, his temple back home, has been knocked down. Mm. And he's really sad about it. Because that's like symbolically yeah. like you know it's a big deal his special place yeah i don't know what what would the equivalent be for you mm, like a childhood home or something yeah, childhood home yeah yeah it's in disrepair or like my old school or something really yeah you'd be, be sad if it got knocked down yeah yeah i think so it's like a nice victorian building oh okay fine fair it's um, not my school anymore it's a different school now but 
And how does that feel? It's all right, because the building's still there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. So anyway, Nehemiah's real sad. There's these. You're not allowed to look sad in front of the king. Really? Not even a bit? What if your like, dad's just died? Oh, then I think you probably just get like the day off. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And if you're if you're not well, I think you're allowed to, you know, he doesn't want you near his cup if you're not well. Yeah, it makes because sense. what the king says to Nehemiah is, Nehemiah, you look a bit sad today, but you're in good health. What's the problem? The king, the kings in these stories are actually just like very reasonable now. Yeah, it's pretty good. But everyone's still scared of them. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, oh, they can still the like kings. throw in den of lions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Nehemiah's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boss. I hope I've not, hope I've not ruined everything. And the king's like, kill it, man. <laughs> what? What needs to be done? And he's like, oh, I need. I, I really want to just go back and help rebuild this temple. And he's like, yeah, man, I get it. It's all about your culture and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe I do feel a bit bad for sort of taking everybody away from, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't even be. him anyway. Mm. He didn't do the taking away. But that what now. he did was the not letting anybody go back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's just as bad, but <laughs> you know. Um, so he's like, well, why don't you just take uh, some paid leave for a bit, have a couple of months, Aww. rebuild the temple. And uh, there's some hijinks along the way. Some people don't want the temple being built mm. uh, because, you know, there's always, you've got to have a villain somewhere. Yeah. Especially in a story this boring, which is just about... <laughs> Holding a cup. A guy that holds a cup now goes to make some, some a building. Yeah. It's barely a story as it is. So there'll be some people that like... It's about him going oh, back, finding we, his roots. We hate the temple. And so these guys, like they block it. And then the king's like, um, uh, I'll unblock uh, it. And then they make it again. You know when I said there weren't really any stories left to do? Right, yeah, I understand now. Oh, Does also, God get involved? Also, another thing he wants to do is he's upset that so many Jewish men are marrying non-Jewish women. Oh. I think ultimately... And I'm going to try and make sense of this mm. because we know that you are allowed to do that if it's like a rooftop situation. Yeah. And they're pretty down with uh, yeah. worshipping the one true God. Uh-huh. A Boaz and Ruth is fine. I think I imagine the problem is that they're then just all worshipping Baal. Oh, And that's okay. kind of ruining it for everybody. Yeah. So, but yeah, Nehemiah does really go on this um, sort of like tribal purity thing. Mm. Um, hmm. And Creepy. then he t- convinces a lot of people to just sort of abandon their wives and children. Oh. Which, uh, you know, you do what you got to do, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, no. But, you know, that happens. <laughs> okay. And that's that. There's one more story we are going to do. All right. Because I need to read through it properly. That's the book of Job. Oh, yeah. Job is a proper good story. There was a band in my secondary school. Too much Job. We didn't know what that was. <laughs> well, we'll try and make sense of that for you, but I don't think we that makes sense. Too much Job. Yeah. I think they probably need to listen to the podcast as well. <laughs> Is it okay? Too much Job. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't make sense. There's only the one of them. So after that one, one more episode. That's Old Testament done. Oh my God! We're almost at Jesus. So, it's my question exciting. for you now is, what was the point of all that Old Testament stuff? What is the actual story? What what did you think the Bible was going to be about? And what is it actually about? Uh, so, I thought the Bible was going to be a bit less full of 
child killing, a bit less overtly rapey. And I thought it would be more subtle. Yeah. I thought overall, I thought the Bible would be more subtle because when you see all the people yelling at you, they seem to think it's a really good thing. But overall, so far, it's kind of horrible. Now, I think the overall point of all these stories was to show how bad stuff was before Jesus, right? Well, the because thing is, overall, all- a lot of it is just like horrible. No one's ever really having a good time. I wouldn't say you can't say anything. Well, so all the Christians will say yes. That's that's yeah. That's it. Yeah. If you're Jewish, then this is this stands alone as as bit. a work, okay. right? Okay. So if you're Jewish, I guess it's like stuff's hard, but look, God did all the good stuff, but there'll still be bad stuff, which is actually more realistic, isn't it? <laughs> if you were going to believe yeah. in God, that makes way more sense um, than I think just like there's someone to fix all the problems. In general, the bad stuff happens when you. Go against God. When you go against what God wants you to do. But sometimes you do that and it's still like he's he's fine with it. And then sometimes you just kind of do something really normal and he just smites you. What's that about? It helps to be a king, I think. King David got away with quite a lot. Yeah. Whereas that guy who touched the Ark of the Covenant as it was mm, falling over. Yeah. He got killed on the spot. Right. So. It's messed up. It is hard to navigate, I think. What message does it tell you about? Do you think this is for you as a person? Who's the target audience of the Old Testament? Yeah, I have no idea. If I was trying to sell this book, I don't know where I'd start. Like, it's... Who is the target audience? People who don't want to read into stuff too much, I guess. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Like, I just don't see how anyone could have read all of these stories. And, like, some of them, I understand, you know, they got their, like moral from but some of them horrible the kid death with the bears i can't understand mm-hmm. how anyone could read that and go mm, and that means this it's like no it's horrible well people definitely do do that that was told with uh, with a straight face in my childhood okay mm. that was the right plan of action basically i think what i'm trying to say is i'm not convinced yet do you think the Old Testament's trying to convince you? Do the Old Testament care about who you are? Because this is a book written by Jewish people for Jewish people. Yeah, no, probably not then. Because I'm not one of the people. Yeah, do you think they're trying to convince people that, that no, I guess not the group? You're right. Yeah. This is this, this isn't for them. This isn't for you, right? Fair enough. It's the reason that I never <laughs> never spent much time with it then, I guess. No, well, the New Testament's for everybody. That's going to be right. the key okay. difference, is that when Jesus comes along, yeah. he's going to make it an everybody message rather than a Jews-only message. Okay. Whereas, I don't know if you've ever met a Jewish person on the street trying to be like, you should become a Jew. That's very true. They're not... They're not trying to get as you... As evangelistic. They're not trying to yeah. recruit. You're right. Yeah, it's not as recruity a religion. They're happy to have you mm. if you want to do a Ruth. They've got their thing down. Yeah. And they know what they need to do. They're doing what they're doing. They're doing it well. Yeah. Depending on the time. God yeah. disagrees on that sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, the New Testament is when you're going to start to get some stuff that you may feel like you're the target audience for. Okay. So next week, Job. Next week, Job. And then... Jesus. Jesus. Woo. <laughs> Thank you.
We're almost there, guys. Thanks for listening to SodgePod. Jesus will actually be on the scene soon. It's going to be an exciting time. And in the meantime, if you could leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and follow us on Instagram at SodgePod and on Twitter at SovjPod. S-O-F-J-P-O-D. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.